Welcome to the Data Science Podcast by Change Leaders. Today we have Naveen Sananguli who has 16 years of experience into data science and currently working with DXC Technologies. So, Naveen, uh, welcome again. Uh, thank you, Sneha. Uh, please tell us something about yourself firstly and then your family and then your educational background. Okay. Uh, Naveen Sananguli, ha. Uh, I was born in Mangalore, born and brought up totally in Mangalore. So most of my schooling and graduation was in Mangalore too. And uh, so by trade, I'm an engineer. Okay. And uh, I have varied interests across uh, different domains. So I, I think I, after right after five years of my work experience, I flew to UK to do my master's in finance because finance was just picking up that time. In India, probably 2008. Okay. Um, so I went. Uh, I, 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 my dad used. To, my dad is quite an investor in the market. So oh. I used to see a lot of these uh, fund managers coming in and talking to him, and that that brought in a lot of curiosity. Yeah. So <laughs> then I kind of I read through a lot of those magazines, and you know, uh, I, I then one of those. Fund managers told me how how they kind of interpret data historically and how that makes sense. So that brought in a lot of curiosity. Okay. And I I spent quite a lot of time trying to figure out what I needed to do as in my masters. And there was this course in University of Bath that was of interest because I, I for me I heard econometrics for the first time. Okay. So I I, I kind of. Uh, Cross-check with the university. They said it's a lot of statistical modeling and all that. So that 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 was my first uh, introduction to statistics per se. Okay, okay. That means you uh, you are quite studious during your like. Uh... No, no, it's not nothing studious. So something which interested me, I used to do quite well. The ones okay. which were not interesting, I just I was just an average. Okay. So I yeah, but I was I was very sure and picky on what I needed to do. That that is one thing very clear about. Okay, so you are not one of those kids who are very confused and then they choose their career and all, like I should go into this and all. No, I won't see, I would look at it as, see, confusion is good, Sneha, you know. Okay. Um, it, it, it brings your thinking hat, it puts in curiosity, but then, you know, how do you channelize that confusion? Right. Do you begin, do yeah. you research more, do you talk to people more? Do yes. you do you write down all those points and then take a calibrated view of what you want to do? That's important. Yeah, right. So, so uh, confusion. I was confused. There is nothing. I I wouldn't. It would be lying to say I was not confused. But I took my time. Okay. I definitely took my time. I spoke to a lot of people. That's and true. with with that information, I took a plunge into into econometrics. So, uh, how you landed into your first job? See, first job, it's interesting. It's like typically, I missed out my campus placements okay. because I didn't, I, I didn't have that super distinction marks and all that. So, but one thing what I did was, you know, uh, uh, I, I went whenever I used to come to Bangalore, I used, I used to meet a lot of my friends. Uh, they used to get uh, the ones who finished engineering, and I used to see them. You know, they used to go at that time. I think there was AppTech and NIT then. And these people used to go and do some, you know, industrial certification. So I used to ask them, "What is this industrial certification?" They said, hey, "You, if you do this, your chances of, you know, getting noticed is much better." 
it it gives an indication to the hiring company that you are you are industry ready so what i did was i took up a certification the final year of my uh, engineering okay. so that kind of reduced my time to the market quite significantly okay. so that my for my first work i think right after my engineering it uh, i within about 6 months i managed to get a job what oh, that uh, by my and and uh, that was the journey of my career so i joined in as a system engineer uh, see there is a difference between theory and practical so when you get into when you get into the job you get to know you know the complexities of a machine right, how right. do you yeah. how do you configure you will get more insight yeah it is people tell of that yeah so what was the mindset while pursuing a career into data science see like i said you know i like math uh to be friend math and statistics was something that i liked okay and and over due course like i said you know people used to come and talk you know about uh, about about businesses at home and all that that brought a lot of love to understand businesses now mm-hmm. then there were there were people who guided me well yeah said, but you know, as you said that you used to read magazines with your dad and all yeah so 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 typical magazines that i think my dad used to get uh, at home was money okay. life forbes india okay that okay. means you uh, are always surrounded by uh, like uh, like uh, your finance stuff yeah so i'll tell you that that's a funny part I initially i never used to read magazines i was not a good reader and i never cherished reading okay but then you know there were times when i used to ask my dad he used to say see if you want to know you got to read i am not going to give you anything for free so <laughs> that was an induced uh, habit uh, from my side from my dad side so mm-hmm. then i realized you know the only way out see because when you go and speak to somebody and just ask him to explain from a to z you are eating into his time so if you if you if you know some part of the subject and you have some doubts on certain topics it is easier to connect always yeah absolutely so so that that was something that i learned in due course of time so i said okay let me let me start reading on this magazine by myself and just wherever there are uh, i i typically i still have you know the articles which i really like i have cut them and filed them as well okay maybe so, your dad helps you a lot in molding uh, like what you are today definitely definitely so he he did not he did not uh, spoon feed me okay. but he just said you know what see okay. this a part go straight clarity i would say yeah direction and clarity he did give he said yeah. you know go straight take a right so <laughs> i just i just did that i didn't ask any question okay okay so then what happened was you know when i read when i read these magazines you know i i somehow picked up the logic understood some reasoning behind certain moves then you know you over period of time you can start picking up patterns and you know then uh, you know you, you can figure out okay you know they say his history doesn't repeat it rhyme so you can you can typically start following certain patterns or what had happened 10 years back 20 years back and you see those patterns again so though that's the one that brought a curiosity into me that's that's when i got to know okay data is important nice so uh, were you always uh, wanting to get into data science or you have developed an interest while exploring your skills 
no like i said you know 2008 was the time when you know there there was there was a barge of information from lot of people so you know to segregate it and to say you know what okay i understand the decisions are made on data because you know at least in the financial system everything is accounted you have you uh, every quarter every quarter people need to publish their results there is an annual yeah. report and all that right 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 so so that is when i understood yes numbers are important data mm-hmm. is important but how to how do you connect those numbers uh, that probably only the course taught me so uh, the, the liking for those numbers was the re- was prior reason of reading those magazines and co- intuitive interaction with and you a like lot of math all, like as you said like you math all, like you like math from the beginning yeah, yeah exactly see yeah. math in sense it is it is not about you know your what you studied in engineering It's, yeah. it's the basic, you know, profitability rate. What is the profitability rate ratio? You know, yeah. Its capacity percentage is how much? Hmm. Yeah, but maybe numbers are something which is more uh, like uh, fascinating for you, and maybe yeah. later on you will get to know like maybe these are the something data science like you have later on uh, figured it out like this is something uh, relatable. Yeah. yeah totally 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 see like i said you know those numbers were something that i wanted to be a part of i wanted basically i was ready you know i can do this 24 bar 7 365 days uh, but then you know that econometrics part of of my curriculum was was the game changer to me so okay that was something that i i am very fortunate to have taken up that course then okay, uh, okay but uh, yeah like i said you know i think 2000 by 2009 in india analytics was not even there okay what it is now today it, it i'm not saying it was not there see there were this analytics was used in lot of other places oil and gas pharma maybe uh, back then people were not aware or people were not paying much attention to those uh, data part maybe exactly it was not packaged now how it is packaged now as a data scientist does not Packaged that well. People used to call them statisticians or you know econometrics. So a uh, peop, uh, if you only uh, there were there were companies in India where they were playing very niche roles. So mm. um, I was not exposed uh, uh, or I didn't have that knowledge to know which are the companies in the space. So 2009 to almost close to 2016-17, I I was trying my very best to get into the space. Okay, then I said, okay, there may be, there will be a time when probably I will get in. So I did a refresher course somewhere in 2017-18, and then internally within the company itself, I made a move. Okay. So, so that that yeah. that was that was that from that is where my stint in the data science space started. Nice. So uh, Navin, tell us something about roles which you played in your past organization, like uh, IKEA or Oracle, and and what have you learned there? Okay, so Sneha, see, typically, like like in any any uh, starter, you know, I started as a system engineer. Now, when you say system engineer, it is all about building, uh, building a machine. So basically, it's like you know, you there is a requirement. Hmm. Uh, Earlier, we used to, we, there used to be hard, hard servers. Okay. So we, there, used to, there used to be clients coming and saying, you know, 
get a windows windows on it or get a sun mm-hmm. solar is on it mm-hmm. or get a linux on it so i built my career from that absolute okay. scratch oh the ground the ground bottom mm-hmm. so from there i when i moved on to oracle oracle was a great place to work then uh, because i i got to work on enterprise uh, compute i got to work on uh, erp i got to work on storage okay. so i had a well groomed grounding okay that you have a, like a good experience in oracle like uh, as compared to ica uh yep i would say because oracle or they when when we got in i think our batch was such that you know they made us go through different technologies so okay. so that groomed us quite well but with ikea ikea what happened was i moved in and the role changed so from from uh enterprise consulting i was more like a business manager so what i used to do there is i used to go to the end clients understand their entire technical front then uh, map that non technical into technical okay. uh, i build a team of uh, hardcore technologists and we decide whether it's a, it's a pure play it's a pure play migration or it's it's, it's something that we need to support have a lot of techni- technical uh, no to documents in place and then then from there on you build a team so that it was more of a techno techno functional role okay. in ikea okay so 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 my career has been parts of varied uh, you know skills that has helped me uh, you know gain quite an amount of information which has helped me you know in my current analytics role okay okay so are you saying like oracle is something like uh, it has played a major role uh, oh definitely to <laughs> me especially Uh, I, I it has played a really major role because you know there is see the, let me put it this something like this uh, sneha see when you when you stand on the ground floor of the building your view is different so you you Correct. have yes. you have you have a view at the ground level so right. once you start going on each floor and standing on the balcony mm-hmm. your view is different again absolutely so absolutely. that 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 kind of view is what oracle helped me amazing that is really nice so uh, so navin uh, tell us what do you do currently with uh, dx technologies see now currently i'm i'm uh, working as an associate manager data science so typically what we do is so we play multiple roles we, okay. we do uh, i do a part part product owner role uh, okay. uh, part research part uh, senior data scientist strategic advisory so what we do is we go to each um, service delivery organization and figure out you know you know what what are their pain points and then see you know if there there are datas that they have been collecting and uh, is there some is there some insight that can be derived from it and see you know how much of those pain points can be addressed so that's that's the typical kind of work okay okay so uh, like what will be the learnings like i mean what did you learn till now and uh, what do you think is the future trend see the future uh, see, what i learned right now is this is this is something i think very important uh, i think uh, which is not addressed anywhere 
from this is my my, my personal view. I may I may be I may be wrong. See, every uh, every everyone speaks about ML. Everyone speaks about AI. Now the problem here is every engineering solution needs to needs to have a commerce you know alignment into it. So that means every product you do, you need to be able to sell it by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so whether you make a most complicated product or you make one of the best products in the world, if you are not able to sell the solution mm-hmm. to to the client, mm-hmm. it is of no use. It is just a simple trophy sitting on your rack. Right, right. So, 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 so basically, and it what is important is to understand how how does your solution bring business value. Now, when I say business value. let me put it in a very simple way okay uh, you are building uh, say supposedly you decided to build a very simple grinder mm-hmm. okay so you know that you need a motor you need a stone you need to keep the grinder intact so you know that there is an audience and you know there is a price point at which they are ready to pay between 5000 to 10000 so mm-hmm. if if you are able to build a grinder which a total cost for you to build the grinder is say 3500000 rupees mm-hmm. and if you are able to sell the sell your grinder at say about 6 6 and 1/2 to 7 you have a clear profit margin mm-hmm. right 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 so so that that insight and understanding has to be there uh of uh, for a data scientist i'm not trying to say that you know you have to come with that but one has to start thinking in those terms yeah you should have that clarity you should have that clarity so uh, th- those are challenges i do agree uh, that clarity needs to come from a business owner it needs to come from a product owner nevertheless nevertheless i think you know when you when you work wherever you work I mean, you need to you need to think like a businessman. If I if I do, I if I do a solution X, what is the earning out of it? Mm-hmm. How much is my cost, and how much will be the cost for the end user? That that difference amount is what you take away. Mm-hmm. So that is some that is that thinking process is something that I think people, I I personally have seen that people need to inculcate. there are there there are people who think in that terms mm-hmm. but uh, from wherever i have worked i see this is something uh, people need to work on okay so uh, what difficulties you have faced to reach where you are today i would like to rephrase the question as the learnings that i took uh, during my professional journey okay, okay uh, see one thing i realized is you know change is the normal constant okay definitely yes yeah yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah one has to add, one has to adapt to it and then you know every skill has a half life i i am not sure have you heard of something called half life so in in if you read about uh, you know uh, nuclear waste after after typically once uh, uranium is used for Uh, you know producing electricity and then after that you know the left out extracts are left uh, in a covered area so basically the extract has some amount of radiation exposure but over a period of time the radiation exposure diminishes 
so now that property is called a half life okay. so so typically if i put it in an understandable format mm-hmm. see when uh, when our parents started their career mm-hmm. like my dad was an engineer okay so he was passed in 1962 so when you did an engineering uh, whatever you learned during that engineering so typically any 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 enhancements on the subject mm-hmm. or any anything that was new it took about 10 to 15 years gap okay mm-hmm. so so for for them to re for them to enhance their skill it was a period of 10 to 15 years but mm-hmm. now in today's world every one year what you have learned eventually ends up becoming redundant okay so your shelf life of your knowledge starts to deplete very soon so mm-hmm. you need to be constantly reading uh, reading doesn't mean your own topic your reading can be diverse topics on various subjects right okay and mm-hmm. you make a journal of something which is very interesting mm-hmm. okay and keep those journals with you so and at 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 one point you can then figure out you know what part of a particular subject is something that you can put across in the current working environment mm-hmm. so what you are trying to do is you are trying to learn horizontally so if probably say you are an expert in manufacturing you try to learn horizontally across say say mining something about uh, pharmaceutical something about biochemistry something about physics there would be some divergence like every divergence absolutely every divergence okay just try uh, note down some very important uh, you know interesting topics of that in your journal and then see what part of say biochemistry that you could put across in your manufacturing right that that could be a game changer so that is something that uh, i typically like to do I and mean, it's it's a continuous process mm-hmm. it is not uh, it is not something that you have done yeah. you got to typically keep doing that yeah like yeah it's not going to happen over a night you mean to say yeah it is not going to happen over a night see this this learning this learning uh, i got to know through a book called super intelligence Okay. Okay. Uh, typically, I follow I follow blogs of uh, uh, Bill Gates and Elon Musk. So somewhere in somewhere mm-hmm. one of those blogs, they said uh, he had recommended this book. So this book talks about that. You know, there is no harm in reading across the spectrum of subjects. It will eventually help you correlate topics, and then see which of those can be implemented in your place of work. Right. Yeah. So Naveen, uh, tell us what are the crucial things for a data science professional to become an expert like you? I will. That is that is a very tricky question. So see, I never. I'll be very frank. Uh, expert is <laughs> expert is too overrated. Um, I never consider myself as an expert. This field is okay. notion. Okay. okay and and whatever you learn every day is just a droplet in it yeah so, that is correct okay, what, what yeah what i could put across is we are in such a phase of our life like i said change is constant okay you yes. need to adapt 
yeah but uh, there, you know, there are many professionals like you know who are still trying to be uh, to reach at least at your level like some like you, you must be an inspiration for those professionals as well like uh, who are looking up to you to at least uh, reach there sneha typically everyone will get better with time everyone will get better with time with with the exposure they do with the reading that they eventually have to do everyone is going to be better than the other that's yeah. that's my take always you can never get into uh, a business or you can never get into a market saying i am the best you may be good but there is always going to be someone better than you what you can do is you know like i said you know talk to talk to peers develop a network you know do some kind of brainstorming talk uh, ask questions and uh, you know someone or the other will give you a direction okay and 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 eventually one has to find his own way out mm-hmm. so so that is that is see, like i said you know abhi if you want to hike somewhere mm-hmm. okay it it basically you bring all the gear everything with you eventually chalna to tumko hi padta right so, yeah so everyone can give you get you the best hiking shooting get you the best hiking uh, glasses your jacket your pant everything but eventually you need to walk yeah but you know still uh, there must be some you know uh, most important te- tips you would like to give uh, those prof- uh, professionals who have you know two to three years of career experience uh, like i said you know the, the only thing is keep reading Re- read read books um see there are there are some few interesting books that i had read i could i could probably give that information mm-hmm. uh, some something a book called uh, art of statistics okay that's by david spilhalter and there's something called factfulness mm-hmm. they, they, they are in line with the data science field so it it tells you know what what are what are uh, the chances of we neglecting when we see data what are the bias, human biases involved when we see data normally uh, there are times when you know you have your own intuition about a certain situation Mm-hmm. even that even then yeah, uh, uh, you you place the data in such a way that it is counterintuitive to your situation what you have thought but normal human mind is you want evidence that supports your initial assumption mm-hmm. so it, that book talks about all those issues so you will get to know okay there are chance there are times where i have done it Mm-hmm. Okay, I need to be careful about these human biases. So, uh, so do you think reading would be enough for uh, you know to become an expert or to reach where no, you are? No, re- the practical knowledge also required. The industry experience, like you have, like which uh, you would like to give and share your uh, opinion. See, yeah, so reading is only a path to uh, what you want to do. So basically, see. what i'm trying to say is there there may be informations which probably would have missed out and uh, you uh, by reading books that gives you an idea saying that you know what a certain say sort so, suppositely you made an app okay mm-hmm. and you went to you went to some blog and you are reading something and you got an idea saying that you know what within this app i could have made a feature Mm-hmm. which probably would have doubled the number of hits on it okay or probably would, would, which would have attracted more customers mm-hmm. into your app so those kind of informations you need to scout around 
reading per se does not help you you know it, it will not bring you to a position where you can do something you see this there is a saying there is a saying in english that just because you saw a bruce lee's movie doesn't mean you know karate so eventually yeah exactly it's need... like that only like uh, as you said uh, without i think uh, you should uh, must be in uh, you have to be in your shoes you know to uh, yes yeah typically see so basically whatever you read you try to implement it yes. in your in your work workplace see the i think the m- most important thing is see, being a data scientist you have to understand failing is a part of our job okay uh, the typically out of if if you ask me 10 out of 10 projects there are typically 6 to 7 projects that fail so failing is a part of our job but you that's what a continuous mm-hmm. learning from those failures mm-hmm. and a continuous learning from things in and around you mm-hmm. and what part of that can be implemented in your work is what mm-hmm. basically will eventually define you. that's the reason you have to see when i say reading it is not about taking a novel and reading it is about scouting for information mm-hmm. at the right places Mm-hmm. and making a journal out of it and saying you know what okay maybe the next project i will try to implement say 0.234 of yeah. a particular yeah. topic yeah. maybe uh, because if you don't implement whatever you have read and whatever you have gained the knowledge there is no use of it absolutely there's no use of anything see it is it is like this you 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 probably learned a sport like badminton under a coach and all throughout your life you were only playing with him then eventually when you when you enter a tournament you are losing all your uh, matches that because you have never been exposed to uncertainty you have never been exposed to players who are better than you so you, you you are not you are not built to handle failures you are not built to apply some new techniques in real in, in real time mm-hmm. so what whatever you read you need to implement absolutely in your field Yes, absolutely. So that that is how it it, it basically plays out. Okay. So uh, moving uh, to the next question is, what tools they should learn and which concept they should sh- uh, sharpen? See, tools. Like I said, uh, typically, uh, see, uh, there are plenty of tools out there, uh, Sneha. So uh, most important part is like. Uh, you know getting your like i said you know uh, uh, get your interest in the subject right first okay because i have, i have had i have groomed mentors uh, i have groomed the people i have been mentors for a couple of people so they all get in because you know they, this is a buzzword in every newspaper and magazine but you know in due course i see that you know they find it difficult to uh, adapt to data science because they find maths too too a painful point to them mm-hmm. statistics a too painful point to them so first thing you have to understand is when you enter data science this maths and statistics is, is mm-hmm. the core part of your work yeah data okay. science world yeah so and secondly is every day is not a machine learning okay you you need to know that when the data is given you need to mm-hmm. have a use case you have mm-hmm. to understand what are use cases you have to talk to people you need to talk to business people figure out what their pain points and mm-hmm. use that data and plot it plotting is an art mm-hmm. 
I'm really telling you, plotting the right data and bringing an insight out of it is an art. And most 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 people think that data science is all about running ML, running an AI. No, 80% of your solutions or 80% of information is figured out by plotting the data itself. Okay. Until and until and unless there is a specific requirement from the client saying that you know hey, bring me something more insightful. I I know this these are my values. I know these mm -hmm. are the things that are that are I am aware. Of. Say point X Y Z I am aware of. Is there something more to this? Mm -hmm. That is when you you say okay let me let me see what I can pull out. Mm -hmm. But eighty percent of the time, just plot the data well. You know, superimpose it over each other. You get a very good story there. Okay. So, uh, Naveen, uh, what excites you now to be into data science? Like, I mean, uh, like, uh, which you know motivates you uh, to just stick into this data science domain? See, currently, uh, what I am doing is uh, I am reading some very interesting articles on life sciences. So. How data science is being on life sciences? Like, let me tell you, life sciences is an ocean. Now you have a smartwatch, right? Now when you go when you jog, the smartwatch reads your heartbeat. You know, uh, it tells how many steps you have taken. Um, it tracks your sleep and all that. So, all those uh, intelligent medical devices, they are improving the lifestyle of every individual. So I'm 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 quite interested in knowing you know how how this entire piece sits not just as a data science but how is it actually providing a very unique proposition to every end user because nowadays you see everyone has a smartphone in his hand mm -hmm. and how is it improving lives so how, with this information would it be able for would it be able whether an hospital would be able to connect into it and get a historic record out of it mm -hmm. and then and when see supposedly you had an injury mm -hmm. okay, and you went to an hospital so th whether the hospital is able to connect to your device mm -hmm. and get enough information to say okay i know your history pattern mm -hmm. they, this this is how you have been working around and uh, that would be some amount of information to analyze his health issue so i am i'm trying to look at how data science can play there that's this that is something that is keeping me very inquisitive okay so uh so that's mm -hmm. yeah go ahead so uh what do you suggest to professionals who are at your level in your other organizations so i think see our skill demands a lot of research trying testing failing understanding from those failed solutions coming up with unique use cases that's the only way to go ahead so uh, <laughs> this is nothing much i can tell so mm -hmm. every every data scientist one has to understand is the major mm -hmm. part of our work is research mm -hmm. research and trying and testing it as soon mm -hmm. as you see you see some some amount of traction some amount of green light in your solution mm -hmm. you take it up to a commercial aspect of it mm -hmm. but then you know this this try test we are we are like any scientist in a lab you keep doing research you keep trying something new 
and come over some with some interesting facts and see what you can do over it. okay so that's that that is something which is going to be permanent there is nothing this is not going to stop mm -hmm. so that's the only thing i have to say okay so it's time to wind up this session uh, thank you navin for sharing your insights to our audience thank you listeners for spending your time here hope you all like it please like share and comment and to subscribe to our channel change leader thank you so much everyone yeah thanks thanks a lot sneha